hey kids, you uh, you trying to get into Segment City? Well, you really shouldn't, because Segment City is a mature podcast, and listener discretion is advised. I'm just trying to look at, I know I'm in an alleyway, I know, I know how I look, but I got some fireworks for you kids. I got snakes and I got sparklers, that's all I got. Oh, don't give me that. Call me a garlic parmesan, baby. Why are they call you? Because I'm two overwhelming flavors combined, <laughs> and it kind of works. Oh no! Oh yeah! Oh, you you want to put some brie on me? Oh yeah! I don't want to. No, I don't. I want to take uh, that brie and that I'm goat cheesy. cheese and get that far away from you as possible. It's, it's that you don't need more overwhelming, nasty, funky scents coming out of your face. Oh, I'm overwhelming. I'm overwhelming when I'm talking to people. You know, I actually I. <laughs> Break is from this, the bit. Is this someone you know? Is this is this a representation of someone you actually know? No, but I told somebody I described my brother because like I I went to dinner with somebody that I hadn't seen for a while, and they were like, "Oh, I never met your brother," and I said, "He's like me, but a little bit more intense." And they mm-hmm. double took like did a double take because <laughs> we had just finished a very intense conversation about mm. like religion and spirituality and yeah. stuff and i was like yeah he's even more intense than me and more so intense. it just blew this person's mind Jesus. where they're just like i could not imagine this human being he's garlic parmesan man himself in he's, the flesh he's double garbage <laughs> he sounds like a super garlic. villain it sounds like a sonic the hedgehog villain take some <laughs> garlic aioli put some on there that's my brother but anyway, hey, back to the bit. I'm garlic. Oh, <laughs> Parmesan. There, I, I don't know. How do I counteract this? How do I cut it? Do I need some citrus? Is that? Can I hand you a no, glass of lemonade? Is that going to cut it? Can I just you like know what you know? You know what I need? Segments. You need You're segments. in segment city. Oh, that'll cut it. Everything gets cut by segments. <laughs> yep. Welcome to segments. Segment city, everybody. The show where we divide everything into segments. This is a show in which my good friend say your name. It's me, Theosopakos. And I'm Garlic Parmesan. <laughs> Full Kane. Christian name on the passport. Garlic, first name Garlic, surname Parmesan Man. <laughs> middle, middle man. Okay, they, they're they like, he's going to be a superhero. Man. He's going to be the worst superhero that ever existed. He just gives people smelly breath. He gives people that smelly parties. sticky breath. But we ha- we're smelly because we're dumpster diving through the internet. We go to very popular websites and we get those good morsels for you, some good comedy bits. Ooh, what do we got here on Wikipedia? But this is not Wikipedia yet. 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 But it is the way that we usually start the show with Will's stupid thoughts. I have many stupid thoughts. And this one's hot off the press. Mm. For a country... That is obsessed with money. Americans don't really like talking about money. Yeah, no, it's, that, it it's that, old, that old European sensibility where you don't talk about it. You obscure, you, you dodge, you you evade. But it comes up, so, like I, I started, um, I was interviewing for my current company and I was talking to a person because I knew a bunch of people who already worked there. And I said, oh, well, how much do you make? Um, and the guy was like, I don't answer that. Like I had just asked him. <sighs> I don't want to talk about a very part. Like, if I had asked him a, if he was circumcised, like it was that level <laughs> of just like, 
I can't believe you would pry so much into my How funds. How dare you? I wasn't asking about his like, <laughs> what stocks you got? Um, well, I think because, okay, so real, real honest answer. I think that because America puts so much emphasis on money, people equate money with self-worth and they don't, they can't mm. separate that. And so when you talk about salary, you somehow are feeling like it's an indication of how worthy of an individual you are, which is not a good correlation to draw. It is. I I think that's you. Just kind of like cut through the bullshit. I was going to do some bits. You're gonna, you're gonna, <laughs> welcome to do your bits. Listen, <laughs> full disclosure to the listeners out there: your boy Theo is the low energy island time hanging boy for this episode. I'm Somebody fresh. Somebody got back from vacation. Yeah, I'm back from a vacation. I'm feeling the jet lag, and I'm also feeling the island vibes. You know, the, this is in your energy of being a. Uh, it's going to be a, a weird vibe of an episode. It's going to be a, wi- you, a wild ride. You have that. And then I'm very anxious mm-hmm. <laughs> and very high energy right now because of, of personal life stressors. Mm. Um, but that's fine. We, You know what? We'll make it better. Money. Hey, what's up with the, the <laughs> saying that money doesn't make life better? That is said by rich well, people. Well, isn't it money doesn't buy happiness? It doesn't, but that, the... that is said by rich people. That is exclusively rich people talking. Yeah, yeah. Nobody, I, I, <laughs> it's also funny solve people a say, lot of problems. I also think it's funny people say that money can't buy time. People say that, but like... Absolutely it can. But like, you know, you can buy faster ways of getting around and you can buy like... You can, you can, buy, you can buy speed. You can effectively you buy can speed. Like, buy you can speed the time up your of life. other people. Yeah, that's employing people. You could get like yeah, it can't buy time, but you can house. you can pay someone to do your laundry, and that's an hour back a week that I don't have. You know, like <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know. So you do get more time yeah. the more money you have, and yeah. then you have just Jeff Bezos. Just like I, I bet he's looking for immortality. I I think that might be his goal. Although I listened to a little podcast about him, and the one factoid that I've held on to is that Jeff Bezos apparently doesn't get music. What do you mean doesn't get music? Is that why Amazon he doesn't like Pri- it? Is that why Amazon Prime Music is so bad? Yeah, like genuinely, they're <laughs> like they talked like about that. Because like, like Steve Jobs was super into music, and right? That's and why they like iPod and iTunes. But he's just like, I don't fucking get it. <laughs> I don't <laughs> what are, get what it. Are people like what a sociopath. Like do you, they told the story on the podcast of uh, he was in a car like car ride driving with coworkers back in literally like. 9-11 happened that day and so in order he was like this is a real bummer i'm just gonna he they stopped at a store and he just bought all the cds because he didn't know what good music was for the time like he was all like maybe this will cheer you up oh <laughs> some kids bop jesus christ yeah funny, oh, funny morbid little is that <laughs> and that's why and that's by that's why all of kids bop is on amazon prime music Go, this episode is sponsored by Amazon Prime Music. We got, you know, Arby's, we got the beats. Amazon Prime Music, we got the kids, Bob. This is not an actual. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they would also be like, we don't want to be known for kids, We got Bob. that this kids, is a bad Bob. ad. Imagine so. kids, Bob. If kids, Bob was like a TV provider, they would absolutely be starting their own streaming service right about now. Mm-hmm. Mm. I will, kids, I, Bob TV. Another quick thing, because that just reminded me. Have you ever... Do you know about the stage play turned into movie Hairspray? Yeah, I've seen Hairspray. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Sure. Hairspray is a pretty good movie, and it's the, yeah. the concept around it, they kind of <laughs> lampshade it, is it's all about a local Axis television dancing show. Uh-huh. And I do love that. But it just kind of reminded me of that. Very yeah. good movie. John Travolta is dressed as a fat woman for some reason. I thought they lampshade it, and it's like actually about social justice. I thought oh, that's what you were going is. with it. Yeah. It's that I mean that's the the whole it was actually a much more progressive yeah it's <laughs> movie yeah. that I thought it was in it's play, super fun but. I like hairspray what were we talking about we're talking about money we're talking about cash money we're talking about that cash money it's also a thing that is coming up now that Colorado put in a law I think or something that you have to jobs have to state what salaries are on like that they would pay for the job. Well, don't they usually, uh, in my experience, most jobs have put at least a salary range, right? That's pretty normal stuff. Nope. No? Okay. Nope. You got to look just at make it up on the fly. Just yeah. Make it up whatever. Because <laughs> the, the play, because they want to pay you less to get a good, like the, the perfect situation for, for most companies is to get the best candidate for the least amount of money. Of course. So that's why they try to like mess with you. But they anyway, lampshade it. It's all about lampshading. You know what's? Are you uh, lamp? Well, uh, I think I just had a stroke. Can you go on to the next segment? <laughs> you know, it's also a lampshade. My next segment. Are you lampshading? Is that me? anything? Uh, this this segment we're returning to our good friends, the Takeout. Thank you, the Takeout dot com. Uh, we're talking about candy bars. We're talking about why ev- quote why everyone mm. loves the Snickers quote Dick Vane according to science. <laughs> <laughs> This is according to science. These are the good questions that scientists have to answer. What up with that dick vein? Yeah, what's up with that Snickers dick vein, all right? Uh, (laughs) From their article, all the world's a stage, but everyone's too busy making dick jokes to notice. Shakespeare said that. (laughs) It's true. Homo sapiens have been poking fun at the old pork whistle since early man pointed out the oblong rock and screamed, penis. Most recently, Twitter erupted in angst after one user posted a photo angst. of what appeared to be a completely smooth Snickers bar. Who goes on Twitter and is like, that, that, right there, too smooth, ruining my day. Get get some get some vein in there. Twi- Twitter is a cesspool of terrible takes. I had somebody, I, I sometimes Twitter will be like, suggest a tweet. And somebody came up and was like, the Northman is just... W- white black panther and i was like no it's hamlet it's just hamlet the, the director said Full i wanted to make a movie things. that people could understand i just made hamlet <laughs> so then he goes on Snoop, snopes confirmed that the photo is fake good good investigative journalism this is what we're spending time on but why are people yeah. so obsessed with the dick vein specifically why does the vein have any bearing <laughs> on the flavor of a snickers to find out we checked in with a food scientist the scientist oh, who asked let's to get remain Alton Brown on the it. science who asked to remain anonymous. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's yeah, that's good. I'm glad that they and also they... asked that you not look at their resume. Please well, don't. You can please see. don't check. Yeah, I'm a scientist. Uh, you can check my credentials. Realscienceuniversity.org. Um, I'm I'm imagining just this reporter in a trench coat, and they're just pouring colored liquids back and forth in a beaker, and then they have a graph and like a bunch of things, and there's veins, and he's like dick vein. How? Why do people like? Why are people dick into this vein? Uh, the scientist who asked to remain anonymous explains that seeing a vein-free Snickers bar creates a sense of cognitive dissonance. You know what you're looking at 
you know you're looking at a Snickers, but there's something off. If you see a smooth Snickers bar, you might think that they've changed the texture of the bar overall, says the scientist. Mm. It's part of the experience. You eat with your eyes. Ultimately, these are iconic brands, and people have an ex- <laughs> have an expectation of what an iconic brand should be. When you change something about the iconic brand, a consumer is not is going to be very uh, a consumer is going to be very sat- sensitive to it. In other words, if the bar is smooth on the outside, what does it mean for the inside of the bar that you know and love? I swear to God, I I like stickers, but if they took away like the texture on top, I I feel like I genuinely would not notice. Am I? Am I cra- am I the crazy one here? Well, uh, I think it's I don't eat enough Snicker. Like when people point it out, because I've heard about the the Dick Vane thing. Yeah. I thought it was just a bit. I didn't know scientists were on the case. <laughs> didn't know anonymous uh, scientists were on the case. <laughs> but it's like I don't know if it's smooth. You you start being like, is this a candy bar or is this like? Did it melt? What happened to this? I think I that's my first thought. If I saw a smooth, I'd be like, oh, it melted a little bit. Right. And it lost right, right, some right. of its texture. But people are distraught. Are people distraught or are people just like it's people just are up in, to people talk are about. genuinely up in arms on Twitter. And you can take that for whatever whatever you want that to mean. <laughs> <laughs> I will ascribe very little meaning to Very it, little bit to this. So that goes on, texture impacts taste. Think of it this way. If someone condensed a Snickers bar into a thin rectangle without changing its ingredients, that rectangle wouldn't taste exactly like a standard Snickers. Quote, all of this can impact flavor, the scientist says. It's chemistry, a chemical composition, and the way the flavor molecules distribute themselves and the ingredients in the product. It also contributes to the bar's mouthfeel. Literally the physical Mouth- sensation <laughs> that occurs as you as you take a bite. See, I, I understand the comparison. It's like, yeah, if you put all the ingredients of Snickers into a, like a liquid, it no longer tastes the same. But you're literally talking about a little little dribble of chocolate, a little dribble of chocolate mm-hmm. there on the top. I don't know if we're making that much of a difference here. Can they not say mouthfeel in reference to the Dick Vein article? Because <laughs> they started off with being like, the hog rocket vein. <laughs> How many? Let me go through a th- th- the source of everything I could call a penis. Oh, let's get it in there. I've got to use this creative How writing. How would you feel if the somehow. next time, if the next time you were casually munching on a Snickers bar, your dad walked in and went, "How's the mouthfeel of that pork whistle, there, son?" <laughs> dad, stop! I dad, thought stop. you. Were- <laughs> At least he's not calling it turds anymore. That's <laughs> that's better. You got he's he's seen Caddyshack one too many times. Hey kids, yeah. you like that candy bar? You like that Choco Phallus? You like that mouthfeel of Choco Choco Peen? Imagine somebody, your father, comes mm-hmm. up to you, somebody whispers in your, your ear, father. and he goes, "That's a good dick vein on that one." <laughs> Son, what do you think about the the controversy? Please, the controversy. I I I got on Twitter. uh, Dad, I know you got those Twitter fingers, but please, but please, Dad, calm down on this one. I I implore you, stand down, Dad. Back in my day, yeah, back in your (laughs) day, Snickers actually (laughs) shaped it It had a foreskin. (laughs) Back in my day, they they didn't circumcise the Snickers bar. Also, good. I, I just the the fact the going back a little bit when they're like, if you change the shape of a Snickers, it would taste different. A little bit, but maybe, not maybe that a much. Little bit, but not that much. They make big Reese's peanut butter cups, and it's pretty the, much the same. It's the same. It's peanut butter it's with same, chocolate. Pretty much the same thing. 
And he's just like, are we are we fucking getting to the isotopes? Like, are we counting electrons on these Snickers? <laughs> the molecules the aren't problem? the same, man. They're not like, the I've same. calculated it. Like he's talking about it like it's like uranium. It's it's Snickers. It's a Snickers. <laughs> just forgot to do the fucking little pattern on top. I think you're gonna make a lot of people angry with this take, Will. I think a lot of people are gonna are gonna hit us up and be like, Good. I, I can't believe you said this about my Snickers. If people get a genuinely, if we get a bunch of emails, I would be so happy. I would be, it would be so, <laughs> I would be laughing point. my fucking ass off if somebody was like, let me make, some, I got the pros and cons tables of this dick vein, <laughs> Snickers bar. Like, if you're worked up about this, actually, you need, I don't know what to say to you. Well, you know it doesn't have a dick vein, I hope. Your next segment, please? No, but it does feature a lot of people I would describe as dicks. Oh, okay. This is from a a website that is named after the author. It is a Jerry Walton's personal website. Jerry Walton? Um, Jerry Walton spelled G-E-R-I. Geary? So, ge- oh, it's Geary. Geary. Geary Walton. Um... And apparently Gary Walton loves unique histories from the 18th and 19th centuries. Mm. Collects them like, ooh, Pokemon cards. But this one is uh, an article he did from March 9th, 2016, and it's called A French Balloon Duel. Mm-hmm. Now, Fancy. what do you think that means? Oh, my inflatable balloons. It's time. You think you are the master of balloons? No, sir. <laughs> That's okay, but that sounds like they're about to be like, all right, three, two, one. (laughs) (laughs) I will inflate mine first. Is that, that could be it for all I know. For all you know, but let's figure out. Frenchmen are well known for defending their honor by dueling. Are they? Is that the first thing that people think? When I think of Frenchmen, I don't necessarily think of defending their honor. Yeah, but... In fact, according to one historian, quote, duels did not always end in death, although too often they did. The practice among the nobility of wearing swords as everyday dress facilitated these kinds of encounters. The slightest pretext (laughs) was Wait, you're saying that if everybody carries a gun, someone might shoot somebody? Is that what you're saying? I'm just standing my ground. <laughs> Listen, this, you've acted very threatening to me. This town ain't big enough for the two of us, and I can tell because I, we both have guns. This man asked me if he, if I ever heard about Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. That's <laughs> condescending, so I shot him right in the fucking leg. Now, but if no. we give everybody a pillow, does that mean there's going to be pillow fights all over the place? That sounds like a, a fantastical time. You're joking, but also... Even if I if I had a real ass sword, I'd maybe pull it out every once in a while. <laughs> if you felt you threatened, would get you would absolutely pull it out. You, if you had a fucking uh, uh, extendable lightsaber, you would be pulling <laughs> it out in every situation. But these are real, the, real swords. The slightest pretext was used as an excuse for a duel of honor. The practice became very popular in France, where during the reign of Henry IV, more than 4,000 French gentlemen lost their lives in the 18-year period. Wow. During the reign of uh, Louis XIII, it is reported that the ordinary conversation in the morning was, Do you know who fought yesterday? 
and after dinner. <laughs> I really like this Darwinism that's happening here. They're weeding out all the <laughs> shitty four sword fighters. That's a great society to live in. I guess. In a 20-year period, uh, 8,000 pardons were issued for murders associated with duels. So, with all the duels, perhaps the most bizarre duel that ever occurred between Frenchmen happened in 1808, when Napoleon Bonaparte was emperor. The duel's not an ordinary one, as it was to take place mid-air, with Hmm? each man firing with his own balloon, from his own balloon, sorry. Oh, hot air balloon, oh! Hot air balloon, baby! However, the reason for the balloon duel was ordinary. It originated over a celebrated opera dancer at the Paris Opera named Mademoiselle Tyrevit. Tyrevit? Tyrevit. I I tire of Uh, this. (laughs) I tire of it. Um, She was being kept by Monsieur de Grandpré, but became involved with Monsieur Lepic. Both men laid claim to Tyrevit's. A lot of bad pronunciations. I know I'm already bad at it, (laughs) but this is full of it. Um, and it was decided that the only way the men could solve the situation was with a balloon duel. To ensure sure that it was fair, the men constructed identical balloons. They also de- decided to use blunderbusses, and instead of firing at each other, they decided to fire at the balloons themselves. Mm. So <laughs> Who could bring down the other one's balloon first? I like this. Yeah, the, which I, I don't know if they were trying to be nice about that. I don't know if that was like, well, okay, it'll deflate, and then he'll <laughs> softly go to the ground. Like, not knowing how balloons work. Um, I don't want to ad- see you die. I want you to. See, I want to see you slowly fall back to the earth in shame. I mean, the idea was that the shot would hit the balloon. So this is their plan, which in turn would cause the balloon's gas to escape and bring down the balloon. So they actually yeah. did think like, oh, yeah. it'll just sink. On the 3rd of May, 1808, the day appointed for the balloon duel, the two duelists entered their respective balloon cars accompanied by their seconds. What the fuck is the point of a second? If you are not, like, because Wait. a second is like you, you get incapacitated another person or like whatever. Oh, oh. Um, like you have another person with you. To, right, right, to, right. Um, at nine o'clock in the morning, the cords securing the balloons to the ground were cut. The balloons then ascended from the gardens of Tuileries, uh, surrounded by a crowd of curious onlookers. Honey, what is happening up there? <laughs> These men are about to murder each other. Splendid. Can't oh, another see. balloon duel. Back to bed, I suppose. At the time, many of the onlookers thought that they were observing a balloon race and sent the balloons off with cheers. Oh my god. <laughs> Imagine like, at the beginning of the Tour fun. de France, you line up and you're like, yay, bike race. And then the bike race starts and they just they get guns out. <laughs> they're shooting at each other. Oh my god, that'd be great. If that was the Tour de France, oh man. As the balloons ascended, the wind was blowing moderately from the northwest. The balloons rose to a height about a half a mile and were separated by a distance of about 80 yards apart when a predetermined signal was given from below and the duel commenced. The peak fired the first shot and missed. Grand Prix then fired. Grand Prix's shot hit its mark and the peak's balloon collapsed and descended with quote fearful rapidity. It was a what terrible is- end for both the peak in his second. Wait, they only Hold on, they only got in one shot? I thought it would like poke a hole and it start to like gently descend and they keep shooting and putting more holes. They it had blunderbusses. Like, it was like one big shot and it was like it's it's done. It, 
blunderbosses are like shotguns like they're oh, <laughs> they're like early Jesus. shotguns so they were like literally just shot a bunch of of pellets bullets out of, yeah. In, yeah into the and i don't know how they didn't expect it like if it was a, a pistol <laughs> i could was, see I it be a, yeah right um when the balloon at last fell they were quote dashed to pieces on a housetop imagine open having that house owning that house and you're like what are we gonna do today, honey? I was thinking, you know, that there's a new Netflix special out, and the, what the fuck was that? You go up, and there's <laughs> dead Frenchmen, <laughs> like on your, with a balloon. They're like, what the fuck? What the I don't fuck? think this is gonna be acts of God. <laughs> is this insurance claimable? My insurance. The victor, Monsieur Grand Prix, celebrated. He went quote aloft in the grandest style. So he's like, yeah, baby, I burned him. Joy riding it. And some seven leagues from where the balloon ascended, Grand Prix and his second landed safely. Defeating La Pique meant Grand Prix also won Triviat's heart. And at least that the <laughs> at least that is what the two men believed, as they thought Triviat. I choose would... to respect the results of the balloon duel for my true love, because that's how they, love works. They thought they would bestow smiles on the survivor, but it doesn't say what happens though. It doesn't Bullshit. say whether he actually got her heart. Unbelievable. It le- ends on a cliffhanger. But I'm not going to uh, leave this on a cliffhanger. Actually, I did technically leave it on a cliffhanger. Funny but enough. I'm going to complete the, the segment now. Now oh, it's your segment. Just like that. Yeah, All right. Well, like we'll that. Have to, I guess we, we will never know what happened to the to the, the love story that is the I would love. duel. <laughs> I'm going to say that she probably was like, you murdered a man. You murdered a man. And I liked him more. So I'm not you murdered cool a man, and guess what? I'm attracted to people who don't murder. Yeah, that's actually a pretty common thing. <laughs> well, for my next segment, I have uh, not a Wikipedia historian. I have a, a Wikipedia profile slash quiz. It's time to find out, Will, how much you know about Snoop Dogg and his <laughs> enterprises and his different ventures. Now, I know he's been popping off lately. He's you been and popular off. Shared a, a bottle of wine that was uh twenty one sure criminals or something, and it was yeah, Snoop Dogg. I think nineteen <laughs> criminals. He was that's one of his many ventures. He partnered with a winery to to put together a, a, an exclusive wine, which we enjoyed. And I'd say yeah. it was pretty de- pretty decent wine. P- pretty decent wine. He's been hanging out with Martha Stewart, which is a fun combination. Not only has he been um, doing those, he's been doing some crazy stuff. Uh, and I'm going to give you some just general trivia questions about him. I have a little uh, quiz for you about him, some f- little factoids, and um, we're just going to go over some of the stuff he's done. I I don't think I'm going to be very good at this because uh, I know he's rapper. Yep. And he smokes a lot of pot. Yeah. That's what and he's that's really, really clear. known for. Um, all right. So first question right out the gate. Which of these, it's going to be multiple choice, which of these is Snoop Dogg's actual first name? Frederick, Mm. Calvin, or Brent? I'm going to get rid of Brent. So it's between Calvin and Frederick. You've identified that Brent is too white of a name. Too white of a name. Calvin's right is kind of there. Frederick is kind of, I'm going to go with. I'm going to go Frederick. 
The answer was B. Calvin. His real name is Fuck. Calvin Cordazar Brodus is his real name. That's kind of a cool name. Kind of a rad name <laughs> to be hiding it, like, hiding it between yeah. the, the moniker Snoop Dogg. If, if anybody was like, hey, have you heard the new Calvin Cordazar Brodus album? Everybody be like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, but that's that'd be a completely different thing of music. I feel like that would be like, dum, da, 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 da. like a little bit jazzy, like a little jazzy. Which of the following names is not the name of one of his children? Corday, Cordell, Cayman, or Corey? Three of these are real. Corey, it's too normal. The answer was C. Cayman. Ah, he has children: Corday, okay. Cordell, and Corey. <laughs> really into that really into that uh core sound maybe he he's, does a lot of planks he's he's like oh that was a bad joke but um that was that was <laughs> a classic that was a classic calvin bordazar brodus joke but he's he's doing, <laughs> he's doing what my grandparents did which is name everybody with J, like the same letter yeah it's like john joe jim like, <laughs> They just gave up that after a certain point. He's just like, eh, whatever. They'll all rhyme. That'll be fine. I can just say their names and maybe I'll get it right. Snoop Dogg is not, which of these is not his first cousin? Which of these people? A, Idris, Idris Elba, Ray J, and Sasha Banks. I'm going to say Idris Elba because I know he's British and it would be... That was a little. That was a little clue for you there. You got that correct. A Idris Elba. He is in fact first cousins with Ray J, WWE star Sasha Banks, and Brandy, the R and B singer. Wow. Some interesting first cousins. In 2013, he claimed to be smoking approximately how many blunts a day? Oh a day. A 25. A day? B 50. C 80. D 100. I'm gonna go 80. You are correct. Answer C. He claimed to smoke 80 blunts a day. That's so fucking much. I don't know. Okay. Blunts, though, I think that's a different denote. It's not a joint. A joint is, I think, bigger. It's a blunt. Yes. I think blunts are like half the size. So okay. uh, maybe, I, I don't know. The, I could look this up. I'm actually going to look up. <laughs> I mean, okay. So is a <laughs> if you assume that he's awake for roughly 18 hours a day assume that that means he's like on average smoking a blunt every 12 minutes that's so fucking much like with with no breaks like my man is smoking in the shower he's smoking while he's eating he's smoking while he's taking a a dookie like that's on average but you kind of have to expect that he is the pot guy like yeah but even for being the pot guy that's that's bonkers that must fuck with his his lungs must be just absolutely obliterated. Trashed. Completely trashed. Oh, yeah. Uh, a blunt is a cannabis rolled into a blunt wrapper or cigar made of... T- so the they are using uh, cigar wrappers. Those are longer, aren't they? One blunt can hold roughly one or two grams of weed. Uh, they burn slower, offer more hits, and last longer. So this is like the... <laughs> This like is the slow method. Shit. This is the low and slow. This is this is the barbecue low and slow method. He's not frame okay. flame broiling this. The standard joint is a third of a gram of weed. So that okay. yeah, he this is a lot. He's smoking yeah. a lot. This He's is smoking a lot. This is way more than I thought. This that's insane. <laughs> it's so much. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay. Uh, next question. In, in 2019, Snoop ventured into the tech space with which of the following ventures? 
A, he created a cryptocurrency called Blunt Bucks. <laughs> B, he invested in a VR startup that would exclusively be making virtual strip clubs. Or C, mm. he created an esports league named the Gangsta Gaming League. Oh, okay. I think the first one is probably not because I would have heard about the. Oh, maybe he did. Maybe he did make a crypto. Everyone's this was in 2019. Crypto, so. 2019, never mind. He's not making a crypto. Um, ooh. I'm going to go with B because it's more fun. Virtual strip clubs sounds ridiculous. <laughs> I'm sorry, but the answer is C. He created an esports league named the Gangsta Gaming League. And he's now, as of 2022, one of the co-heads of FaZe Clan, apparently. So he's all in on this. Can't knock me for, for, for going trying, for the stars. Yeah. Uh, last question here. Snoop holds the record, the world record for which of the following? A, most blunts smoked in a preschool. B, oh making the largest paradise cocktail, or C, most pot brownies unintentionally consumed. D okay, unintentionally. <laughs> <laughs> How do you measure that? Like, <laughs> he didn't know about this one, but oh, he knew He knew at this point, so we stop counting. Uh, I'm going to say, I'm going to say B out of just pure, like, I don't know. I don't want him to be, have the A. I don't want him to have <laughs> You don't a. want him to have A. Please. You would be correct. Uh, it is B. Yes. Uh, in, in 2018, Snoop Dogg, Warren G., Kendall, Col uh, Kendall Coleman, Kim Cashele, and Michael Vataggio made the largest gin and juice with 150 gallons of gin. It's a song. There's a song there, gin and juice. So next I have for you <laughs> a great... A great, a truly fantastic list. A oh list side-by-side -side comparison uh, in 20, 2012. Was it 2008 okay. or 2012? Uh, a pro-con list by Snoop. Why, <laughs> one, one side of the pro-con list, why I am not voting for Romney. And the other side, why I am voting for Obama. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> We'll start with the reasons he did. He was not planning on voting for Mitt Romney. Okay. Uh, He's Mitt Romney. <laughs> number one. What, this motherfucker's name is Mitt. <laughs> number one. That's, I mean, best best reason of all. We could just stop there. <laughs> Next, bitch got a dancing horse. <laughs> what? I don't know what that means. Is that but dressage? he wrote, bitch got a dancing horse. <laughs> Next one, he a hoe. Oh, my God. Uh, it, it, I I do adore these things. It's just like he's he's got a dumb name. He's got oh. a dumb horse. The next one, dumb hoe. This motherfucker's name is Mitt. <laughs> he got a list of again. <laughs> yeah, okay, it's it's so bad. It, you know what they say? It's like so nice. You say it twice. It's so yeah. bad. You say it twice. <laughs> next one. He always interrupts and he talks over people like he's better than them. Bitch, I will beat about? the shit out of you. <laughs> <laughs> I like that he adds a little like I know I know for sure it's his list, but now I definitely know that he adds his commentary. Next one, he's a Mormon, but he ain't got no hoes. What? <laughs> Absolutely savage. Get on that polygamy, dog. Come on, Mitt Romney. Next, what are you doing? Next one, he reminds me of every boss I ever hated. How many bosses do you think Snoop Dogg had in his life? I he's I a, could not imagine. Snoop Dogg I can't imagine very many. In a office job? Gainfully employed, nine to five. I don't think, yeah, I cannot. 
he didn't he start life on the streets is then that like the know. whole point like, he was he was a pimp for a while in like the early 2000s he was like actually a pimp oh wow uh, so that he was, was like a, i think people do like people are like oh he's the fun pot guy yeah and he was like he in forgot, Katy Perry like, he was shot. he was really hard for a while there yeah he's like he's done crimes like it's not like martha stewart done probably crimes. got more time than he did for for less crimes yeah there was a quote by him i found that was uh Snoop claimed in a 2006 interview with Rolling Stone magazine that unlike other hip hop artists who had act- who had superficially adopted the pimp persona, he was an actual professional pimp in 2003 and 2004 saying, quote, that shit was my natural calling. And I once I got involved with it, it became fun. It was like shooting layups for me. I was making them every time. This dude like was legitimately just like doing bad things. Uh, pimp. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that's not great. Um, and the final ris- reason for why he was not voting for Momney, this motherfucker's name is Mitt. They <laughs> gotta name it <laughs> Third three times. times. Three times. He knows the rule of threes. I love it. <laughs> All right. So next one, why I'm voting for Obama. He mm. mad cool, yo. <laughs> that's, tr- that's why a lot of people voted for Obama. <laughs> he looks like he can fight. <laughs> interesting. Interesting way of viewing politicians. You yeah. can fight the best. Number four, he wears a do-rag like me. Oh. The next one might be my personal favorite. Michelle got a fat ass. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. That's that's actually a good good reason. (laughs) He's BFFs with Jay-Z. That's that's, that's a reason. Yeah, that's actually a consideration for a rapper. (laughs) He he hugged Beyonce before and sniffed her neck. I guess that's a goal for Snoop Dogg. What? I Wait, don't, I don't know. hold on. That's <laughs> I. I don't know this. Re- so he, let's both. I'm imagining <laughs> he went up and Obama seems like a very buttoned up guy. But yeah. imagine him in that moment going, "What if I just take a whiff?" <laughs> I've always, I've always wanted to, and uh, now's my chance. She smells great, and uh, not as good as Michelle. <laughs> not as good but still good okay. uh the next next reason we use the same hair clippers that's as good a reason to vote for anybody as i've ever heard what i've and never la- another reason he smokes new ports and his name what is, is this brand loyalty this is brand loyalty it's just he uses the same, the same number two pencils i do i right. like that i like that guy is this what it takes to be a politician? You just have to be like, <laughs> is this what it takes? I you're, you're not nearly Coca-Cola. relatable enough, Will, frankly. No, absolutely not. I am not. <laughs> I know I'm not relatable enough. Um, a fun, another fun little, little tidbits. Uh-huh. Um, how many video games do you think Snoop Dogg has either been featured in or is like a direct playable character in? Ooh, he's in Fortnite, I think, now. So that adds to the count. I'm going to say he's uh, 30. Oh, wait, you way overshot it. He's in 11. He's in 11, okay, which, is still, still a, which is still a kind of, kind of a lot. It's kind of a lot. It's, it's kind of a lot. Um, get Snoop Dogg in for the day, and they're like, okay, well, after he leaves, <laughs> we have to like steam the carpet because it's smoke. <laughs> like everyone's like i gotta go home man i can't get anything done today <laughs> everyone gets it just i he just probably radiates like he just, just at this pot. point yeah, yeah you know people like, have that like, tobacco smell break. like he's just got the the weed smell on everything 
I've thought about the, this, that he's the only person that everybody knows smokes pot, which is a crime. Technically, it's a federal crime. Is it, it still? It is, it is still a category one. Federal, is it? Yep. It is. On Maybe the he same just level exclusively like just goes exclusively goes between states where it's been legalized. Maybe he's in California mostly, so it's yeah. probably fine there. But he is like the person that everybody knows just constantly. Like he did it before. It, like he was known for it for so long, but people yeah. were like, it's fine. He's Snoop Dogg. It's just part of his persona now. I'm uh, going to rattle off a few other quick facts about him. Uh, he has a fried chicken recipe, which includes crushing up barbecue flavored potato chips into the batter. Something. Okay. I sounds can't get kinda, behind that. Sounds kind of good. Oh, yeah. Um, we already know about the wine. Um, mm-hmm. He is inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame. I Ooh. Apparently, he participated in WrestleMania uh, 24. He has a first cousin as a wrestler. It seems like it seems like if he can get in, they're letting just about anybody will get in. I doubt that he's wrestling. Seems to me that if you are a thin man who shows up completely blazed, you might not win a wrestling match against any sober opponent. Now, Theo, what you're saying is very controversial. (laughs) Is it saying that wrestling might be staged? It might be fake. Gonna have to move. Uh, this is too hot of a topic. We're gonna have to move on. It is. It is. It is too hot. Uh, in 2000, Snoop Dogg directed Snoop Dogg's Doggy Style, a pornographic film produced by Hustler. The film what? combined hip hop and X-rated material and was a huge what? success and won top selling release of the year at the 2002 AVN Awards. Uh, f- what? He then directed a sequel using the nickname Snoop Scorsese. FYI. <laughs> okay, I, I like I like that he's having fun with it at least, you know. I think they also mentioned a wild thing. Uh where is it? Where is Did it? Do you really it? think that you, to have an effective alias, you don't have your own fucking normal name in it? Like yeah. that ever Snoop Scorsese. <laughs> <laughs> Who do I like? What's my name? Okay, combine those. Famous director. I I do adore it though. He also it also read somewhere that he like started a trend of a bunch of rappers hosting like porn films. And I was like, what does it what? mean to to host a por- like next that up just... we've got a new performer for you coming on stage? We're just gonna z- okay. Oh, they're okay, they're bone. All right, I'm I'm not needed here at all. And now they're gonna start rapping while they <laughs> that would be <laughs> This is just a whole menagerie of of entertainment here. I did, I did say that like it popped in my head. I said it, and then I was like, I kind of watch that. I would watch. Like, <laughs> just, I'd still be. Just, I, would, I would be like, that's talented. That's talent right there. That's if talent you, right there. <laughs> if you could rap at the same time, uh, what is a trend? By the way, that's just a like business opportunity. I don't know. They're, they're all getting into porn. That's not I don't like know. a. Oh, it's like the ice bucket challenge. <laughs> it's like the ice bucket challenge for rappers yeah that that i i i'll wrap it up here but i encourage everybody to go look at snoop Dogg's wikipedia page because there's just like man this dude's just doing everything he's just whatever he wants touch it yeah, it becomes gold so. yeah well he seems like he has a lot of awards he has a lot of uh credentials he's got yep. a lot of uh titles of course because he's you know who also has a lot of titles? Tell me. 
Kim Jong Il. Oh, this is <laughs> a Wikipedia a hard historian. <laughs> Are we yeah. going to go into the, all of the ventures of Kim Jong Il? <laughs> no. Oh, no, this is a Wikipedia historian of list of. I'm going to do a, probably another article as well because this one's probably not going to take that long. But list of Kim Jong Il's titles. All right, here we go. He's got a lot. Oh, he's got a lot. Uh, How many Guinness World Records does he hold? King Jong-il, former leader of the North Korea, received numerous titles during his rule. Despite his death in 2011, he is currently an eternal leader of Jush Korea. J-U-C-H-E? Jush? Jush? I, I don't know. An eternal chairman of the National Defense Commission of the Republic. So his ghost is apparently sitting <laughs> at the head of this commission. Mm. When he is mentioned in North Korea media and publications, he is most commonly referred to as great leader, comrade Kim Jong-il. Or general, or just general, I guess. Um, like his father and son, uh, when his name is written, it is always emphasized by a special bold font and in a larger font size. I did not know that. Wow. <laughs> I, wonder like, they have, like, I wonder if they have like autocorrect macros that like you can just type it and it like enhances it and does all that because it would be a pain Maybe. in the butt to have to go and do bold and go and do the like the larger type. You forget it one time, you get killed. Uh, it's a whole nah, deal. It's a whole thing. But here's some of his uh, official titles. These are we're starting with he only has three official titles and then okay. he has a bunch of held offices and titles and then other stuff. Uh, Eternal General Secretary of the Workers' Party of Korea. Eternal Chairman of the National Defense Commission. Generalissimo of the (laughs) Democratic People's Republic of Korea. I like the idea of an eternal leader. Because it means that if at some point they manage to, like, DNA clone. Like, if they do, like, a DNA clone of him and they, like, bring back, like, a replicate, like, would that mean that that's also a leader because he's an eternal leader like i feel like that gets into crazy area pretty quick Mm. and then are you saying does he like in does the clone inherit what if they did what if they did a jurassic park but instead of dinosaurs it's all kim jong-il's are those all eternal are those all eternal leaders both him and his his uh predecessor or not predecessor the king jong-un both look like big baby men, so I think mm-hmm. if you had the clothes of them as the baby, you're like, we know it's them. Like, we know it's them. It just looks like a smaller version of them. But these are held offices on titles. I'm going to like try to rattle these off. They are fucking long. Okay. <laughs> Some of them are long, but I will go as fast as I can. Member of the Central Committee of Workers' Party of Korea. Secretary of the Central Committee of the Workers' Party of Korea. So he's both a member and the secretary. Mm-hmm. Member of the Political Committee of the Central Committee of the Workers' Party of Korea. Excuse me, what? The Central Committee of the what committee? Member of the Political Committee of the Central Committee. <laughs> okay. Member of the Presidium of the Political Bureau of the Central Committee of the Workers' Party of Korea. This is buck wild. Is the member of the Political Bureau of the Central Committee of the Workers' Party of Korea. <laughs> The member <laughs> member of the Central Military Commission of the Workers' Party of Korea. General Secretary of the Workers' Party of Korea. Chairman of the Central Military Commission of the Workers' Party of Korea. I could probably <laughs> not have the Workers' Party of Korea, but it's fun. And um, the frog on the log and the log and the bog and the bog <laughs> down in the valley of... Those are just Communist Party titles. These are okay. state titles. Deputy of the Supreme People's Assembly of the DP- DPRK. First vice chair, first vice chairman of the National Defense Commission of the DPRK, chairman of the National Defensive Commission of the DPRK, 
So that means that he's the first vice chairman and also the chairman of the Dude, same I'll, thing. My takeaway so far is that Daenerys Targaryen is a fucking chump with all her names. <laughs> yes. Have have someone come and introduce Jim Jong-il with all these names. Take you an hour. Yeah. Uh, so this is for the army. Supreme commander of the Korean People's Army and marshal of the DPRK. Those are the only two army ones he has. But guess what? He's got a lot of propagated titles. So this okay. is what people call him. I'm going to rattle these off. Party center. Center of the party. Supreme person. Party, party center. Center <laughs> of the party. <laughs> he's a superior person. He's party guy. Yeah. This, he's, he's like, yeah, fucking, fucking. Hey, this, this guy, center of the party. <laughs> He fucking rules. He's a superior person. Shotgun champ. Beers all the way down, my guy. <laughs> but that also goes against respected leader and wise leader. You can't be a respected leader and a wise, wise leader, leader and of the brilliant party. Leader. Always orders pizza ahead of time. He's a responsible <laughs> leader. Dear leader. Unique leader. Unique leader. <laughs> Don't know what that... This is my... Dear leader, who is a perfect incarnation of the appearance that a leader should have. That That's is a title. one of them. Yeah. 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 This guy, he looks exactly like a leader. You've never seen anybody who looks more like a leader than this guy. It, uh, how do you fit that into uh, a sentence? <laughs> Oh, that that's just dear leader who is a perfect incarnation of the appearance of that a leader should have. Have you met him before? He's a nice guy. He's a great guy. He he looks like a leader. Have you seen him? He looks like a big baby. So he's <laughs> maybe that's what he loves his internment like. camps. This guy, he's a great leader, perfect ideal representation of what a leader should look like. This that actually makes a lot of sense. That that's what a leader looks like because he looks like a bunch of those like dumpy <laughs> Republican guys, <laughs> like ten. ten Ted Cruz and stuff that are just like, oh, why does everybody make fun of me? I go for walks. That's my exercise. But Supreme Commander, great leader, father of the people, son of the communist future, shining star of the Peg Wait, Two Mountain. Father of the people, son of the communist. So they're the great, they're the grandkids well, son, of the. Son as in the. the uh, oh, son okay. So, yeah, okay. Shining star of the Peg Guiding Sun Ray. Which sounds like a, a Sailor <laughs> Moon like character. A, yeah, it does. Leader of the Revolutionary Armed Forces. Guarantee of the Fatherland's unification. I don't know about that. <laughs> that's, a, that's a guarantee or your money back. <laughs> and you could take it from me, the symbol of the Fatherland's unification. Which is the next one. Fate of the nation. Beloved father. Leader of the party, the country, and the army. Leader. General. Great leader of our party and of our nation, beloved great general, beloved and respected general, great leader, <laughs> beloved and respected leader, ever victorious, iron-willed commander, son of socialism, <laughs> son of the nation, the great son of life, great son of the nation, father of the nation, Jesus world Christ. leader of the 21st century, peerless leader. I mean, he's a unique guy. He's a world leader of the twenty. And of course, he's peerless. of the twenty first so century. He never believed in Y two K, not even once. No, twenty first century all the way down. He's not just the bright son of the twenty first century. He's the great son of the twenty first century. He's wow. the leader of the twenty first century. He's an amazing politician. That is one of them. It's just amazing, amazing politician. politician. This guy, and that's he amazing politics politician. like nobody. I would love if somebody was like. Amazing programmer. It's just referring to <laughs> that guy. Oh, everybody knows it's me. Amazing programmer. 
Great man who descended from heaven, glorious leader who descended from heaven, supreme leader of the nation, bright son of Jush, leader of the party and the people, great marshal, invincible and triumphant general. I don't know about the invincible <laughs> part because he for did die. for that one. <laughs> Dear father, guiding star of the 21st century. I don't know why this is not what the other stars are. 21st, 21st century. century. Great man who is the man... Great man who is a man of deeds, great defender, <laughs> savior, mastermind of the revolution, highest incarnation of the revolutionary comradeship, his excellency, eternal leader of Jewish Korea. And that's all of the, the titles wow. that he Wild. has. But, oh, my God. So I love all the ones that are like, great leader of the 21st century. Like, have you, have you, seen, mm. any, have you seen anybody else what they're doing this 21st century? A lot more digital than you guys have it going on. But how does he stack up against JFK? These are the questions. That <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> you know, because JFK. Leader. Was, great American leader. Was, what great it, American descended him, from heaven leader. Him or uh, Lincoln. Ugh, I don't know. I don't know. It was, uh, Julius Caesar. No, he wasn't a peerless. No, he was peerless. A, he was an iron willed great defender of the people. He was the people's champ. No, uh, that, is, <laughs> that is the one he didn't have. People's champ. People's champ. And it Self-elected been people's champ. Nothing like the people's champ. But anyway, that brings us to us. We're the champions of this episode of the podcast. We're the champions. We are the champions. And Some say we're the peerless 21st century leaders of Segment City. Okay, this is as, okay, we're the peerless leaders. Are we going to say that? The people, like the people listening to this, are champions too. Are are they the the plebs, the plebs below us? We're the we're the leader of the champions of the twenty first century. All right, let's just compliment. Yeah, there you go. They are both champions and plebs. So I would say I would say we're so three thousand and eight, and Kim Jong Il is so two thousand and late. I would go that far. Would you? Yeah. Okay. Well, that's great. (laughs) That's great. (laughs) All right. That's great. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Remember, if you enjoyed the podcast, leave us a review. Leave us a rating on iTunes, Stitcher, any other podcast network of choice. If you have any segments that you want to give to us, send it to segmentcitypodcast at gmail.com. Hit up our Twitter at Segment City or our YouTube Segment City, and we want to give a big thank you to somebody in particular, right? That'd be Rachel Robinson. She's, she is, uh, she's, you know what they say, her title great great friend when you just say say. that's a title great friend yeah great friend and you know what's not great to do to a friend and their podcast kill them oh now we get to to the last part of the podcast (laughs) the last segment (laughs) list of unusual deaths we've been going through the wikipedia list of unusual deaths now this is something that uh i might have already said but i don't remember if i already said this one that's great. That's good content right there. Just, it's, just recycle. It's quick. It. It's you know, quick. You if, know what they say? Reduce, reuse, recycle. We're getting to I'm, it. I'm going to do that. And you know what? We're this sustainability Ag- leaders. Ag- Agathocles of Syracuse. This is a quick one, so I'm probably going to do the one after anyway. Agathocles, a Greek tyrant of Syracuse. Not Syracuse, New York. That would be nuts. Would... <laughs> thanks, for, thanks for clarifying that. Oh, yeah, I do. Uh, was murdered with a poison toothpick. Hmm. What a great meal I just had. I can't wait to pick my teeth for 12 hours like I normally do after every meal. Oh, what's this? 
Oh, Ooh. this one tastes a little uh, spicy. <laughs> oh, fuck. Oh, <laughs> oh fuck. <laughs> oh, no. And I'll since I was short, let's just do Philatus of Kos. Philatus of Kos, a Greek intellectual, is said by Athenius to have studied arguments and erroneous word uses so intensely that he wasted away and starved to death. This man is such a a grammar Nazi. He got lost he, in the sauce. This is he this is sauce. he would absolutely be a modern modern Twitter user who just couldn't help himself diving into every debate. Totally meaningless. Can't help himself. And, dies of starvation. And then some fuddy duddy British classicist Alan Cameron speculates that Philatatus uh died from a wasting disease, which his contemporaries joked was caused by his pedantry. Okay, okay. ruining the illusion. Whatever. This I want to think that this man was just like the poor word usage, you stupid fucks. You I'm writing in the margins idiot. of this book. I can't. I'm so mad that I can't even <laughs> eat a single grape. And then, no, I don't want a peanut butter sandwich. I want to correct correct that apostrophe. No, mom. I will eat a toothpick. Oh, is this the same? Oh, this one's poison too. Oh. You know what else is a poison toothpick? You. That doesn't. That doesn't work. Yeah. Yeah. Me. <laughs> me and this podcast. You're toxic. My. To- I'm toxic. You're toxic. And that's how we're gonna fucking end it, baby. You're toxic. toxic. That's the last word, baby. <laughs> yeah, get him. About being toxic.